This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is happening, gang? We are jacked to get into all the free agency activity in the NFL. But before we do that, we want to talk to you about your most important free agent. That's right. We want to talk to you about your below-the-waist grooming. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the game in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for all your family of jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. And today, we have got a super special offer for you from Manscaped. Today, we have an exclusive offer of 20% off and free shipping when you use the code POLIAN at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off, free shipping when you use the code POLIAN, P-O-L-I-A-N at manscaped.com. Manscaped hooked us up with a bunch of tools and formulations from their Perfect 3.0 kit. And I got to tell you, it is the best in the game. I had been using the 2.0, the Lawnmower 2.0, for quite some time, and the 3.0 3.0 is simply a revelation. No nicks, no issues, no problems. Everybody seems to like it. So what are you waiting? Get on the Google machine, head over to manscaped.com and sign up today for 20% off and free shipping when you use the code POLIAN at Manscaped. They've got everything you possibly could need. I live by and swear by the foot spray. I have some of the grossest, smelliest feet in the history of Earth. My wife will tell you, Everybody who knows me will tell you this has changed everything for me. So what are you waiting for? Head over to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code POLIAN, P-O-L-I-A-N, today. What is happening, gang? The weather is changing. It's starting to get nice. Even here in D.C., the birds are starting to chirp. It is feeling like golf season, and Bill and I have been desperately putting in the hours to try to get our games ready for this season. And the number one tool we have been using is Imagine Golf. It is truly the number one app for the mental game. The app has over 200,000 downloads, 3,000 five-star reviews, and a 4.9-star rating in the App Store. And it is deserved because it truly has gotten me and Bill centered and focused for our games this season. The Daily Drive delivers snackable three-minute audio lessons that help you think and play better. And it's perfect because you often find yourself, at least I do, and Bill definitely does, where we're trying to find the moments from some of the books that have influenced our games for years to try to find them, relive through them, and work through them. And often, I can't find the book. I can't find the section I'm trying to read. So whether it's Harvey Pennick's Little Red Book, Ben Hogan's Five Lessons, How I Play Golf by Tiger Woods, or Don't Choke by Gary Player, the Daily Drive gives you everything you need from these books in a bite-sized, snackable three-minute audio lesson that will help you get done what you need to get done on the course. So what are you waiting for? They offer a seven-day free trial with absolutely no commitment. There is nothing that should be standing in the way between you and getting your game right this season with the number one golf app for the mental game, Imagine Golf. (laughs) 
What is happening, gang? We are jacked. This is a show I have been waiting for literally since the offseason began. Free agency is upon us. Signings have happened. And where else would you rather be than talking to a Hall of Fame NFL general manager about his thoughts on literally every signing that has taken place in the NFL so far this year? This is truly a unique window into Bill's brain as he takes you through every player signed by every team through the start of free agency. This is one of the rare, unique opportunities we can bring you only on this podcast for you to dive deep into what Bill thinks about some of the signings that everybody's talking about, whether it's Fitzy or Curtis Samuel or you know some of the bigger names, Kenny Galladay, who have been signed by some of the big teams in the AFC East, to what's happening in the with the AFC South. You know, what is Houston doing? What is the game plan here with bringing in so many players? So sit back, relax, and get ready. This is a unique opportunity to hear Bill's take on literally every free agent signing in the NFL. It's truly a good one. So get ready. This is our free agency review, and this is the Inside Football Podcast. All right, gang, we are live and the lamp is lit. Rick is having a terrible hair day, so be excited that we are not on video, friends. It is a show we are very excited to bring to you. This is our look at the first week of free agency. So just to set the stage for you guys, we're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. So every transaction we'll go through is uh, has happened as of Tuesday. I'm sure by the time this drops on Friday, some things will have changed, but we wanted to get you Bill's perspective on all the moves that have happened as we go team by team how we doing today guys good thank you we're ready and maybe by the end of the show my hair will be ready too there we go bill's having a great hair day though i mean i wish you guys could see it it looks fantastic (laughs) thank god we're not on video (laughs) says the bald guy all right let's do it so just to set the stage we're going to go team by team and we're going to begin with arizona bill any thoughts before we jump in well, just that I will explain, uh, you know, what how, what I think everything means. And so we'll divide this into, we'll divide most of these signings into three categories. The first is, is, is meaningful. We're trying to improve the club signings. The second is one-year deals, which carry really no risk other than losing the guy from injury for the year. And then the third is what we call roster fillers, uh, where, where they're really, they're, there's really little consequence involved in the signing other than to get to, to a 90-man roster. So with those ground rules in place, we'll, uh, we'll take a shot here. What J.J. Watt, of course, was the, the biggest signing of the pre-free agency era because he had been released and was a free agent. Uh, he's 32 years old. Uh, it's a two-year deal. Uh, an average of $14 million. I'm less concerned about the money here than I am the player. You know, what people do with the money is their business. Uh, if there's going to be big dead money, we'll, we'll mention it. But this is how does the player improve the team and for how long. Um, so there's not, there's not big dead money involved here because it's only a two-year deal. And uh, at, at $14 million, you can argue that he's being paid for what he did and not what he's going to do, but this is a team that thinks they have a chance to win, and and they right. and they lost Hassan Reddick, 
So they need a, you know, they need a guy there. Uh, Matt Prater, the kicker, is 37 years of age. He's escaping Detroit. Uh, <laughs> Just in time. <laughs> kickers, uh, kickers play a long time. This is a two-year contract. Might he get there? I, I, I would think so. Uh, and at 6.5, that's not bad kicker money. It's okay. A.J. Green, wide receiver, 33, hasn't played for uh, the last two years in reality. Well, he played some last year. Uh, injury history, uh, but six mil on a one-year contract is no risk at all. And Robert Alford, 33 years of age, a corner. They're losing Patrick Peterson. That's really a roster filler in, in, in the end. So at, at this point, quiet. By the way, at this point, the first two phrases, phases, excuse me, of free agency are done. The big ticket items are done. The secondary market is done, and now we're in Filene's basement. Right. <laughs> I mean, we, we've officially been, we're in there, and we're shopping at this point. So anything, any thoughts, of, I, maybe, maybe it's inconsequential, but you always like to talk about, you know, the, there's, the re-signings are, you know, essential too. What about Marcus Golden and uh, Kevin Beecham? Any, any thoughts? Yeah, they're good re-signings. You know, any re-sign is a good one. Uh, and there are plenty, there are way more of those than there would be in a normal year. This isn't an abnormal year because the cap is down. There's less money to spend in a normal, quote, normal year, which you hope next year is. Uh, the agents would not resign. They'd, they'd, uh, they'd be in a position where they'd still be shopping the guys around. But there's no money, so they're, they're going wherever they can get a job at, the, at this point. Um, on to the Atlanta Falcons. Quiet, because it should have been. They had a, a struggle to get under the cap. Uh, Eric Harris is a safety, 31 years of age, coming over from Las Vegas, a million three fifty. No risk there at all. Brandon Copeland, outside linebacker, coming from New England, essentially a special teams player. Um, no risk there at all. So a quiet, uh, a quiet free agency from Atlanta, but that's what you'd expect because they're keeping their, their big guys and using up a lot of cap space. And Billy, they traded uh, for tight end Lee Smith, right? Yeah. No, that's okay. I mean, it's that's a decent pickup. Um, Baltimore, Kevin Zeitler, uh, 31, three-year contract, 7-5 um, average. Uh, you're probably looking at a year of dead money here. But this is a team that's in contention and needed somebody to replace Marshall Yanda. So this is a decent signing. Because remember that the, the, the final axiom is when you're going for the gold, throw out all the other axioms and go right. for the gold. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that. I, Bill, I think their re-signings actually were pretty good. I mean, uh, they re-signed Tyrus Bowser, Pernell McPhee, and Derek Wolf. So I think they held on to some talent there. They did. Uh, Tyus Bowser was a was a, a good resign because uh, they lost uh, Judon, so they they almost had to do that. Uh, so again, uh, they're going for the goal. That's not you know it's not bad. It's it's pretty decent. All right, and we were shuffling away from Bowser, and we're headed to Buffalo. Bill, what did the Bills do? Yeah, shuffle off to Buffalo. Um, I think a pretty good job. Emmanuel Sanders is uh, 34 years old, but uh, 
Remember that when you're going for the gold, you disregard all the other axioms and go for the gold, and that's what Buffalo's doing here. So he's a good pickup, guy that's played in lots of high-quality games, high-leverage games, so to speak. Uh, it's one year at $6 million, uh, with 5.9 guaranteed. Uh, so there's, at one year, there's really no risk. He's 34 years old. The only risk is... You know, if he hits the wall or becomes or gets injured, but it's a risk worth taking. And he's an upgrade, actually, if he stays healthy over John Brown, whom they lost. Matt Hack, the punter, is 27. He got three years uh, at an average of 5-4 with 32.50 guaranteed. So uh, that, that that's that's not bad at all. Uh, and he's he's punted in Buffalo before, so it's not like he's coming. Uh, in there without knowledge of the weather. Uh, the Trubisky signing was one that got a lot of headlines, obviously, because he's a quarterback. Um, but this is a case of a guy coming in at, uh, at, 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 a, at, at $2 million guarantee um, who is going to get an opportunity to go back to prep school, spend a year as a postgraduate working under Brian Dable and Ken Dorsey, backing up Josh Allen, He's exactly like what RG3 was in Baltimore, a carbon copy, but not as good, uh, of the starter. And so they get a guy for whom they don't have to adjust the offense if he has to play. And he's played in some pretty high leverage games in Chicago. Secondly, he gets the opportunity, as I said, to get the postgraduate year and uh, and and learn under two really good coaches in a in a system that's friendly to his skill set as opposed to what he was in in Chicago uh, and then to seek his fortune next year the only thing that would have been better is if he had gotten Hoagie Haven in Princeton either at Lawrenceville <laughs> or Hun best sandwich in America yeah there you go yeah I, I would have chosen Hun myself but that's neither here nor hey, there Bill Long great football coach um, the other three signings Taiwan Jones Levi Wallace and Jacob ha uh, Hollister were, were roster signings and filling out the roster. Uh, very little guaranteed money involved. Um, Wallace is, is 26 and, and has a chance to help the team, especially on special teams. Jones is, is a kind of a, a all-purpose backup guy. I've always had a soft spot for Hollister. He's neither big enough nor fast enough to be a, a true tight end, but the guy's a playmaker. You know, he goes out there and, and does decent things for you. So if he can stay healthy, that's a really good pickup for him because he fits what they do as a receiving tight end. For a team that that, that is um, going for it, th this was a pretty good deal. And they re-signed Matt Milano, who's the key to their defense. Uh, now, he's the guy that sort of the, the, the gurus poo-pooed prior to free agency, but that's a really good signing because he's the guy that makes it all work on defense. They held on to Williams and Feliciano as well, probably not as important, but I you know you like to see those guys pick back up, I think. Yeah, well, any re-signing is a good signing. As, <laughs> so there's, there's no argument there. So, you know, I'm not into giving grades. In fact, I've always I've always argued against them. But in this particular case, we'll give the Bills a blue ribbon. They did a, a heck of a job here. 
Next is the Carolina Panthers, and their, their biggest signing was Pat Elfine coming over from the Jets, escaping from the Jets, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, he's 27 years old. He can play center or guard. Um, Carolina had a crying need on the offensive line. Most of their offensive line were free agents, and they were, in, in a lot of cases, you know, ready to let them go anyway. Uh, it's three years, uh, a guarantee of $6 million, so there's not a lot to be uh, gambled about there, and and I think he, he he may get a rebirth here. This is a this is a good signing. Uh, the next guy they signed was Cameron, Cameron Irving, who came over from Dallas, um, a two year deal uh, with uh, eight million guaranteed. Again, uh, you know, good solid pickup. Twenty nine years old. You'd like him to be a little bit younger, but it's only a two year deal, so not a lot at risk there. Morgan Fox is a solid journeyman defensive end, uh, 27 years old, comes over from the Chargers where he was an all-purpose uh, rotational defensive lineman. Uh, $5 million guaranteed over two. Again, not bad. Uh, the, the most interesting one to me was Hassan Reddick, who came over from uh, Arizona. Now, he played for Coach Rule at Temple. Um, at Temple, he was an outside linebacker, a rush outside linebacker. Um, he's too small to do that in the National Football League. And that's why Arizona moved him, tried to move him inside, to use his athletic ability and his toughness and his instincts, all of which are very good. Um, but he, he was a fish out of water in, inside. So last year when their big rusher Jones went down, they said, well, this guy's played here before. Let's stick him in there. Twelve and a half sacks later, yeah, uh, he's on the market uh, as a free agent. Now, keep in mind that five of those sacks, five and a half of those sacks, came against the Giants, and and, and Rick and I <laughs> might have been upgrades at tackle for the Giants at that point <laughs> in the season. So let's not let's not go overboard here. But the the fact of the matter is that that he does have rush talent, and uh, what's at risk is uh, is uh, six million bucks. It's a one-year deal, um, but they they know him. They know how to use him. If they can find a home for him, and it, this is a hybrid defense anyway. It's a 3-3-5. Three, three, so um, if they can find a way to fit him in there, um, this, this may be a, a, a really good signing. Dan Arnold is a solid, you know, reasonably good tight end, um, two-year deal. Uh, they don't have a tight end on the squad that can make any plays, so that that you know they're probably going to draft one. But this is a this is a good guy to line up with if if you somehow struck out in the draft. Um, David Moore comes over from Seattle again, uh, you know, million two guaranteed on a two year deal. Um, you know, they they lose their quality receiver. They're going to be in the receiver market, I'm sure, in the draft. But again, you can get lined up with David Moore. Um, Rashawn Melvin, 32 years old, comes over from Jacksonville. Nothing guaranteed. I'm not, I don't know why they made that signing. That one doesn't, <laughs> no. doesn't or really. Or makes sense. Excite you. No. And, 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 and Perryman uh, at inside linebacker, that's, that's get lined up. I mean, he's not Luke Keekley, uh by any means, but they don't have anybody, so... He's a good, solid guy who, who you can get lined up with and, 
and his defensive coordinator in college has a relationship with Coach Rule. So, you know, there, there, there are always those things that, that, that take place. And, and, and that's, this is one of them. And, there's the, again, there's no risk there at all. They franchise tagged um, their, that offensive tackle, right? Because that kind of rounds out the, you know, where, where, where they stood. So, Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, they, had, they stood with no one on the offensive line, so they had to franchise it. They, they really didn't have anybody. Uh, they, so they franchise tagged their line. Yeah. Um, the Bears, uh, naturally, everyone in Chicago was screaming and yelling. And, 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 and to hear some of them talk, you would think that they hadn't been to the playoffs in 17 years like the Bills. The fact that they've been to the playoffs twice in the last three years is lost on Chicagoans because they were convinced <laughs> by the media that they were going to get Russell Wilson. Poor gullible people. Right. I hope those people don't invest in land and you know waterfront land in Arizona or right. other such things. Uh, in any event, um, Andy Dalton is a decent pickup. Now he says that they told him he's going to be the starter. I think any way you slice it, there'll be a battle in the in the in the preseason. Even if Andy starts out there, it's a one-year deal at uh, ten million, which is. You know, that's the low end of starter money. Um, the other three signings, uh, Angelo Blackson, defensive end, um, that one's $3 million. Um, he's a, you know, he comes over from Arizona, um, you know, solid 3-4 defensive end, 5 technique, 4-I, etc. Um, Trufant is a corner who comes over from Detroit who's, he's seen his best days. Uh, that one is... A, Kind of, of course, there's nothing guaranteed. So, uh, uh, you know that that's he may have a a coach that's familiar with him on the staff or something like that. And Bush is the same way. He's 28 years old. Uh, uh, that's a re-sign. So, uh, with with no guaranteed money. Uh, so those those are negligible deals. Um, you know, you could argue that that. Dalton um, is a stopgap, and he is, but the money is okay, and uh, and they were having difficulty getting under the cap. They may have another move to make if Darnold comes on the market. We'll see. So things are not – the world hasn't come to a stop. Let's not go nuts Chicago yet. Let's hold the pitchforks. Yeah, exactly right. Let's not close – Michigan Avenue, yeah. <laughs> right. you know, it's, it's, Bill, what did you think of the Mario Edwards resigning? Okay, it was good. Yeah, any resign is good. Um, the Bengals. Here we go. This is way out of character for <laughs> them, but you know there are there are bargains to be had, and and you know this is. This is kind of interesting. And and typical of them, there are some that you say, boy, that's great. There are others where you say, hmm, I don't quite know why. But but let's, you know, we'll find out. Uh, Trey Hendrickson comes over from New Orleans where he had a huge sack year. He gets um, $16 million guaranteed on a four-year deal. So there's not a lot of risk here, but that's true of every Bengal deal. I mean, if you, right. if you want, you know, if you want to be prudence, the Bengals are thy name. And, and, and I say that with respect. 
Uh, they don't risk a lot. It's a Mike Brown axiom. Yeah. Now, in, in, in Henderson's case, this is an interesting football question because he is neither a pure speed rusher like Reddick nor a, a, a power rusher in, in the Reggie White mode, you know. He's a tweener. Um, some of the gurus, particularly the, the, uh, the self-appointed scouting uh, service gurus in the media, uh, who measure hurries and sacks that were thrown <laughs> into them and all this other stuff that they create out of whole cloth that no one's ever measured before, um, have them as uh, a guy who, in their eyes, got six sacks. Well, all I know is he sacked a lot of quarterbacks, and it's more than six. So the question, the, the way to describe him is a guy without a lot of gifts but with a lot of grit. He shows up in the right place at the right time and he keeps working hard. Is he naturally gifted? No, not, not, not the way you would think, uh, you know, the typical gifted pass rusher is, but he's a solid, hardworking guy, 27 years of age. I would, I would compare him to Chad Bratsky, who we had in Indianapolis and was a big free agent signing. And everybody hollered and screamed. We didn't have, you know, these faux scouting groups around, self-appointed scouting groups at the time. But, um, you know, the media screamed and hollered about it But uh, because he played opposite Strahan. But Chad gave us, uh, you know, three really good years. Uh, so um, this, I think, would be in the same mode. Mike Hilton is a good, solid slot corner um, from Pittsburgh, that's a good signing. It hurts Pittsburgh, and it and it helps. Uh, hey, win win. Yeah, yeah, it helps Cincinnati, and it again only six million guaranteed. The one I can't figure out is Jadobi Awuzie, Awuzie, because he's really much more of a cover two corner than he is a man to man corner. So I don't quite. In fact, man to man is not his strength. So unless they're planning to change their defense and defensive concept, uh, that one does, it puzzles me. But I'm anxious to see how they use them. They, they know better than we do, obviously. Um, Riley Reef, 33 years of age, can play tackle or guard. Um, solid, you know, on the downside of his career, $5,500 uh, guaranteed. He's plug and play as long as he's healthy, and and he's probably no worse than a than a standoff and and, and very likely an upgrade. Um, Larry Okunjobi is an interesting guy. Um, he's he's active, he's tough, he's a hard worker, and used the right way which, by the way, they know how to use their defensive tackles Yes, in the rush scheme, he could be good. This could be a good pickup, and it's a one-year deal uh, with only $4 million guaranteed. So he, he's not had – he had a great year three years ago in, in, in uh, Cleveland and has not been as good since. Um, but he, he's got some – he's got something going for him. Uh, Samaje 
P. Ryan is a re-sign, a good solid uh, backup back. Uh, Mike Thomas is a re-sign, and Tony Brown are, are re-signed. So, uh, you know, the Bengals were active. Um, they lost Lawson, who was, uh, you know, their their number one rusher. Um, the gurus argued that they should have kept him and not Hendrickson. Uh, but, you, I mean, you don't know what he's going to get when he goes out on the open market. So um, I, there's nothing here to criticize so far as I can tell. Um, Cleveland Browns were pretty active, which is surprising to me. Uh, but Andrew Berry is a really good judge of talent. And I think he probably figured we got a chance to win here. And, and let's see if we can't get this defense straightened out and play pretty well. Um, John Johnson, if you look at his numbers, height, weight, speed, average, uh, you look at him play way above average, right? Tough, hard nosed ball hawk, smart. Uh, he got uh, 33 million for three years, 24 guaranteed. Andrew knew what he was looking at. There's no question about that. Troy Hill comes over from the Raiders, 30 years of age, two years with uh, 4.5 guaranteed. So a good, con a good contract for a guy who I think benefited uh, by being with that rush group, you know, as a corner. But the Browns are not chopped liver as a rush group either. So uh, I, I think that's a pretty good signing. Tack McKinley, uh, 3.5 guaranteed, comes over from Las Vegas. Don't like it. Somebody there somewhere okay. is willing to gamble on a guy who has not produced in his career. Um, Anthony Walker, uh, one year, 26 years of age. Great pickup. This is a undersized but solid, smart, tough middle linebacker. Uh, they're getting, I think they're getting a bargain there. Uh, Rashard Higgins is a re-sign. Cody Parkey is a re-sign, which is good because he's, you know, if you're going to win, you need a kicker. If you're going to go all the way. Malcolm Smith is a re-sign. Malik Jackson comes over from Philadelphia at 31 years of age. Um, this is this is a gamble, but there's no money involved, so right. uh, you know why not. Um, and then Greg Sinat and and Elijah Lee and JoJo Natson are are re-signs. So the the I really like the Johnson signing. I think Hill will be a contributor, a position where they need help. I don't like the Tack McKinley signing, but maybe he'll have a maybe he'll have a rebirth in in, in Cleveland. We'll find out. He replaces Okunjobi. To me, that's a downgrade. But right. that's you know, that's just me. It's a couple Polian guys in this mix. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> little little hint, little hint of maybe light Bob Sanders, Gary Brackett kinds of guy. <laughs> well, that's that's for sure. I hope they I hope they play that way. <laughs> the the Cowboys, Jordan Lewis uh, is a re-sign, uh, and and there's seven. 750 guaranteed. So they obviously like him. 
there's nothing to like the way the, the Cowboy defense played, but in their system and, 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 and with the Seattle system now coming in, uh, they see something in Jordan Lewis that tells them that, that this is going to be, that, that he'll play well, and, and, and I would believe them. I, you know, I trust them on that one. Terrell Basham comes over from the Jets, outside linebacker, one uh, two-year deal, 30, uh, 33.2 million guaranteed. Um, they badly need someone to replace Lee, who's you know had a great career but is injured. So that, that that's a pretty decent pickup. The Canoe Neal on a one-year deal uh, is. This is a guy who'll get everybody lined up. I mean, he knows the system. He comes over from Atlanta. He had a phenomenal first two years and then tailed off because of injury. So if, if he can stay healthy uh, and, and be on the, the rebound, um, that, that could be a steal. But at very worst, he's going to get them lined up and be able to, to be able to translate the defense, particularly the guys at the back end who have had such a terrible time. I feel so sorry for the for the Dallas defensive backs. I mean, their heads must be spinning. They've been through system after system after system, and none of it worked. Right. <laughs> so, so it, it, I mean, it's really hard. And, and from a fan perspective, Neil's a guy who strikes fear in you when he hits you. Yes, he does. Yes, he He's does. He's a little scary. Dan Quinn is going to simplify this system. They're going to like what they what they see. It's going to be very similar to what they played uh, in the first in, incarnation of Tampa two there before it got all bollocked up, and, uh, and and so I think they'll you know they'll be pretty good. Carlos Watkins and 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 Brent Urban are are rush ends that that you know, they need to have in this defense, which they didn't have in the building. They're backup players. Uh, Ty Nischke, uh is, is a, uh, you know, you'd hope that they don't need him at right tackle, but you never know. And uh, Jake McQuaid, the long snapper, uh, comes over from the Raiders. He's 34 years of age. Uh, but those guys play a long time, and Noah Brown is a, is, is a roster guy. So by and large, I think – given the cap situation they were in and given the fact that they got Dak signed, which was the biggest signing of all, um, this is a, a good free agency year for them. Um, Denver Broncos, uh, not much doing here because they had cap issues. Uh, they bring Darby over from Washington at, uh, with $19 million in guarantees, 27 years of age. He'll play. He'll play fine in in Vic Fangio's system. Kyle Fuller, the same, twenty nine. He's a Vic Fangio guy, uh, and Mike Boone uh, is 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 a a roster guy who comes over from Minnesota. Um, Bill, they also um, resigned Simmons and who, who, oh yeah, it was Harris, and uh, they took out the uh, the option, uh, picked up the option for Von Miller. So. Yeah, so I mean the three biggest guys on defense were essentially resigns. So you have to count that. Hey Bill, from a fan perspective, what didn't they like about Philip Lindsay? Um he's a north south guy, um not a lot of shake. Uh, he's exciting, he's fun to watch. Um but he's you know, right. his style is is going to get hurt. I mean yeah. that 
and he has been. That's the problem. His parents say he's an excellent roommate, though. <laughs> you love him. You love the guy. I mean, you love everything about him. But, but yeah, great guy. You know, the style is 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 destined to be hurt. Now the Lions, again, this is one of these. <laughs> what are they doing here? <laughs> but um, I guess you give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, virtually every single one of these guys are re-signs. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Okora is a re-sign, and that's a good one. That's a good one. Assuming you're going to use a defense that's friendly to a to an outside rusher, which they didn't do last year. I'm going to make that assumption, and that's a good signing. He's a he's a really solid player, 26 years of age. Jamal, Jamal Williams comes over from Green Bay, 26 years of age, good receiving back, good backup back. Um, so, you know, at at three two guaranteed, not bad. Terrell Williams comes over at 29 years of age from Las Vegas. It's one year at $4 million. What are you doing signing a 29-year-old wide receiver? I, you know. <laughs> Meh. Meh. <laughs> uh, Brashard Perryman, the well-traveled, <laughs> unproductive Brashard <laughs> Perryman, uh, 28 years old. But the speed, Bill. Yeah, the speed. But the speed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. This is from the uh, from the free agency show. Uh I, you know, I, I don't. Kenny Dalladay's gone, and these two guys replaced them. I, yeah, <laughs> they might, so. they got to be in the receiver market in the draft. I mean, you yeah. would, you would. I, I will say this: their general manager knows what he's doing. I don't know if there are very few other people in the building that do, but he knows. And so, um, the the they'll be looking. These are roster fillers. Um, Boyle is a West Coast quarterback who comes over from Green Bay to Detroit, um, I guess, to be the backup. That's probably okay. Charles Harris uh, comes over from Atlanta as a defensive end. Again, roster. Randy Bullock uh, comes over from Cincinnati. and That's kind of okay, I guess. Uh, they're not going anywhere, so you don't need a great kicker if he works out great. If not, you're only paying him a million five. And Josh Hill and uh, Mulebach is the uh, is the uh, center, uh, the long snapper, I should say. He's 40 years of age, which is, I mean, that's really pushing it. Uh, as I say in the axioms, if you don't have a long snapper, somebody's getting fired. So, you, you, you know. You better be looking for a younger guy. That's it's, right. that's pushing it at 40. I don't want to be doing long slapping in the NFL at 40. No comment. But they, and then they traded for Brockers. Yeah. Well, that that's the general manager knows him. Um, they want a guy in the line. I've said this on numerous occasions, and I don't want to continue to beat the dead horse, but they were not interested in playing from Veterans Day on. And what that tells me is two things. Number one, they quit on the coach. So, all right, the organization saw it and made the change. But two, if you quit on the coach, I don't care 
how bad the situation is. There's something missing there. So they're bringing in Brockers. I give him a lot of credit for this. That's why I say the general manager knows what he's doing. They're bringing in Brockers to show them what professionals look like. Guys that don't pack it in when you're when you're five and five and have a chance to be in the playoffs and, and, and decide, particularly on defense, that, that you're, you're finished playing for the year. So um, to the extent that they changed out a lot of people and will change out a lot of people. Good for them. And Brockers is a professional. So um, Packers didn't do much. Aaron Jones resigned, so that's fine. Um, Houston Texans are interesting. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not going to go through the names because very few people will recognize any of them. And there's hundreds of them. <laughs> I, I haven't counted today, so just bear with me. Two, four, six. I think eight, we're at like 23 10, now. 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 23 is correct. Tyrod Taylor, you know. Desmond King, you know. Philip Lindsay, you know. Um, Christian Kirksey, you know. Uh, let's yes. see, anybody yep. else? Mark Ingram, you know, who's uh, 32 years of age. Uh, Terrence Brooks, uh, Farrell Brown, uh, he's a re-sign, uh, Vincent Taylor. So uh, Joe Thomas, the inside linebacker, not yeah, Joe Thomas, the retired tackle. Right. And, of course, Tyrod Taylor. This, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying this tongue-in-cheek. They're doing the right thing. They have no talent. They have no draft choices. They have a quarterback who's, you know, we don't even want to go near that. That's a, that's a dilemma, I guess, is a charitable way of saying that. Um, and what they're doing is saying, let's line up, be as professional as we can be. Let's don't throw a lot of kids out there to the wolves to tumble and bumble and, you know, just ruin their careers before they ever get started. And they've got people like Tyrod and Kirksey and, and, and Desmond King and Lindsey and people like that who will be good examples. They're not good enough to win in the National Football League, but they're good enough, they're, they're, they're good examples and they're professionals. So good for them. They're going about it the right way. Um, the Colts, Xavier Rhodes is a re-sign. Um, and, and they, and they gave him 6.5. So I presume they're going to, they're going to, you know, put him in there and, and let him start again. Um, Isaac Rochelle is a, uh, is a good solid inside rusher. Again, only a million two guaranteed there. And Marlon Mack comes back at 2 million. That's a great signing because now with he and Taylor, and uh, and, Himes. and and Himes, they have a really good backfield, and they like Jordan. They like the, the as the, the short yardage and goal line back, and and it didn't cost them much at all. So the only question now with them is quality outside rusher. Do they bring back Houston? I mean that's this that remains to be seen. Um, and then the question would be. Uh, add an additional rusher. They need that. They need two rushers. And 
They need a backup quarterback. So, uh, you know, we'll see where that goes. Pretty good running backs, pretty good offensive line. Carson Wentz is going to be pretty happy. Indeed. And with Sam Tevy, who they added last night, he will play when they line up at the opening of camp. He'll probably play right tackle, and they'll move the right tackle to left tackle. And if they do something in the draft or later on in free agency, that's an addition, but they're, they're, they're lined up. Now, remember, I learned from Coach Paterno my very first week there, the first thing you do is get lined up. Right. So that's exactly what they're what they're doing. And I think Carson's going to find Indianapolis a kinder, gentler place to play. <laughs> well, any place is kinder and gentler than Philadelphia. So, <laughs> Bill, you plug for your old sort of hometown, you know. All right. Um, okay, the Jaguars. Uh, the Shaquille Griffin signing was, uh, was was is a pretty good one. We don't know what they're going to look like in terms of, of schemes. So, you know, all of this, we're assuming that they fit. We're assuming they fit. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins comes over from the Chargers uh, at $35 million over four. Again, a lot of money, uh, 16 guaranteed. Griffin is 29 guaranteed. Uh, so, you know, that that's, that, that's a you know, pretty good chunk of money. So there's two guys that they're going to play in the secondary that they hope play well. Um, Roy Robertson Harris, uh, three years with uh, uh, 14 guaranteed. Uh, Agnew, a wide receiver who comes over from Detroit, uh, 4 million guaranteed. Uh, that one, uh, and, and, and Marvin Jones, who's 31. Um, I don't quite get that. But um, so be it. Uh, Manhurts from Carolina was uh, essentially a backup. He got forty-two fifty, you know, four million two fifty guaranteed. There's a lot of guaranteed money here. Carlos Hyde is thirty-one. Of course, he played at Ohio State. Uh, no guarantee issues there. So uh, uh, you know, and then Jonathan Ford and Jihad Ward and. O'Shaughnessy is a re-sign. Uh, Sidney Jones is a re-sign. Philip Dorsett comes over from Seattle. Uh, that that might be, you know, as good a, a signing as any that they've made, really, when you stop and think about it. The guy has got some speed and quickness. Um, so it's a mixed bag with Griffin and Jenkins being the big names and the big money. Um, so, you know, until we see what their system looks like. Yeah. So, and, and, uh, they tagged Cam Robinson, so they, they're, they're holding solid there, obviously. Yeah. And I, which, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure Cam Robinson's a left tackle, but that's neither here nor there. Nor there. You know, we'll find out. Hey, they're making so much money from wrestling. They had, the cons had to spend some money. <laughs> well, they had tanked. Uh, the previous year, so there was no one yeah. there. I mean, in, money, in, in, in many respects, they're they're doing what Houston uh, is trying to do, except they're spending a little more money doing it. Um, the Chiefs, again, uh, not a lot of money there uh, to spend, but they spent it on Joe Tooney, which is good, uh, 29 years old, five-year deal. They're going to eat some of this at the end, but uh, they're there. They were in the Super Bowl. 
They re-signed Rimmers, one year at uh, at three million guaranteed, so that's not bad. Um, the bulldozer Blake Bell they bring back. He's thirty years of age, uh, only eighty-seven guaranteed. Good solid, you know, backup guy, and I don't quite get the Taco Charlton signing, although it cost them nothing. So I guess there's they were using the old Al Davis axiom. Yep. Always take a failed one. Somebody saw something in them. Taco Charlton is and never was a defensive end. Uh, he has no outside pass rush ability. He is a tough, hard-nosed guy who can play five technique or four eye pretty well, but he gives you no pass rush. And he's not a natural pass rusher inside. Some people thought he would be. It turns out that he's that he's that he's not. But he's a good solid player. So, you know, he he'll give you good day's work as a as a as a solid five technique. Uh, he was sold as a number one. Obviously, he's not. Right. Uh, Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, yeah, Raiders, as uh, Boomer would say. They got your guy, Bill. Yeah, yeah. And Gakwe, uh, you know, $26 million guaranteed. He got paid. Good for him. Now, he's a rusher only. You, you, can't, you can't put him in there and expect him to, to play the run and, and have anything left to rush the passer because he's undersized. But as a rusher, go get him. Um, Kenyon Drake, uh uh, uh, 11 million guaranteed really good addition I think because he gives them something in a passing game that is pretty good Solomon Thomas uh, that's just a gamble that's a failed one right that could be a reclamation project yeah that's a reclamation project John Brown uh, 3240 um I don't think that's an upgrade over Aguilar, but that's me. We'll find out. Um, Jonathan Hankins, uh, you know, that's a one-year deal. Uh, Quentin Jefferson, uh, one-year deal as a backup player. He's a backup in Carolina, backup in Buffalo. Uh, Incognito comes back at 38 years of age. Um, they know him, you know, and like him. Carrier uh, re-signed. Theo Riddick re-signed, Nevin Lawson uh, re-signed, and uh, Nick Martin comes over from Houston um, ostensibly to play center, I would guess. Um, now, their fans are all up in arms about, uh, about re you know, releasing the entire offensive line and most importantly, <laughs> trading the center. But let, let's see how this looks when it's, when it's all said and done. You know, this is still a work in progress. Uh, but I do like the Ngakwe and Drake signings, and they're really the only ones where there's any any money of any consequence at risk. So right. good job, Mike Mayock, there. L.A. Chargers, Corey Lindsley, 30 years of age, five-year deal. They'll eat some of it, but uh, this is a team that's that's pretty good, and uh, and uh, he will he will be a, a real factor for them and a leader for them that they they lack. Matt Filer, um, they, he gets a three-year deal with uh, 14-5 guaranteed. 
the Pittsburgh line, offensive line, was a mess. Um, it was not when Munch was there. I don't know whether you blame the coach. I don't know whether you blame the players, whether it's age. Who knows? But Matt Filer's 29. He probably has two, three more good years left. And and if nothing else, it it, it may not be an upgrade, but it but it's stable. It's, just, it's solid. Yeah, it's solid. Um, Jared Cook uh, comes over a one-year deal, six million uh, from New Orleans. That's you know that, that's okay. Uh, and Abushi comes over from Detroit again. Uh, nothing at risk there, and and Faison is a resign. So uh, not a lot of activity, but the, the 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 filled two pretty good needs up top with Lindsay and Filer and Cook replaces the tight end who left to go to New England. And Lindsay's one of the best free agents out there. I feel like yes, right? he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and he fills. He feels Tom Telesco knows what the job description is. High character, smart, tough. Um, and, and there you go. Does he remind you of a day of the week? <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe a weekend day? Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Um, Rams, nothing doing, obviously. Except for the Deshaun. Just Deshaun. Little old Deshaun. Yes. Um, Deshaun is, uh, you know, that's a roll of dice. Is he going to be healthy? If he is, for how long? We'll see what we get. We'll see what we get, right. Yeah, that's a huge re-sign. Yeah. Um, Will Fuller, uh, you know, a lot of hype. Comes over from Miami. Interestingly, 27 years of age, but only uh, $10 guaranteed on a one-year deal. So... They're saying, if you stay healthy and you catch the ball, let's talk a year from now. If not, we'll see you. Right. So I thought that was, of all of the all of the talk and all of the chatter, not that I expect any general manager to listen to that, but they didn't succumb to the chatter. Right. They, they made a good move and good for them. Um and what's interesting, per what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, he ended up making more than Juju did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did, which was surprising. It's a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, it was to me too. But I think I guess people saw yeah. Juju's year this past year and said, well, there's not a lot there to get excited about. Um, Keith and Carter, 2.7 guaranteed, three-year deal. Decent tight end. Adam Butler... Uh, this is, uh, anybody that's played in New England, uh, this is their postgraduate year, you know, at, at, uh, <laughs> at Miami. So he, he joins a long list of, of people who ha have headed South. Fun um, in the sun. Jacoby Brissett is a former Patriot. So he's another one. <laughs> this is a fraternity that, uh, I guess they join when they come to New England and they're eligible to come to the Miami <laughs> chapter. Everybody retires to Miami. Yeah. Uh, one and if, yeah. Jacoby Brissett, by the way, is a good pickup. He, he's a, he's a, he's a, a, a quality guy and, and, and gives you, there were worse, far worse backups than Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, for sure. Um, Justin Coleman, uh, comes over from Detroit, uh, but that was a subsidiary of New England, so that that that's 
It's a satellite office. It's a, that's right. Yes, that was that's right. Uh, Matt Skura uh, had a difficult time snapping the ball in Baltimore last year, um, but that's a one-year deal, so there's 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 nothing at risk there. Jacoby Brissett is a one-year deal. Justin Coleman's a one-year deal. Malcolm Brown comes over from the Raiders. Good solid banger, uh, you know, on a one-year deal. That's a that's that's a I would think that's a good pickup. Pilardi comes over from the Carolina Panthers. Again, good solid pro. Uh, nothing spectacular, but decent enough. Brennan Scarlett is a big pounder. Uh, he he played well for Houston. In rack scheme, that is also a satellite of New England. It's a satellite office of New England, so he knows the system, and uh, and 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 fits. it's the Shakespeare branch with Romeo. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and, and I'm not. We're we're joking about it, but it's it. This is a good moves because these guys are plug and play. Yeah, you know, you're talking about one year deals, with nothing at risk. It, it it makes makes some sense. It's a system fit. Duke Riley is is the guy who's the fish out of water here. He comes from Philadelphia, and and I know he's small and can run. So I I don't know where he fits at linebacker, but we'll see. We'll find out. Uh, Vince Beagle is uh, is a resign, and I think he was an original Patriot, if I'm not mistaken, at some point. And uh, Robert Foster is a resign. So. Uh, the Fuller deal, uh, I, I give him a lot of credit for, um, you know, he, they get a guy that if they hit, they hit big. If they lose. Hey, Bill, what was your take on the McKinney for Shaq Lawson trade? Uh, you know, it's just an, it's a system fit, right? Same deal. Rack vouch for him. Let's do it. We're going to the skull. Yes, Skull Vikings. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson comes over from the Giants. Inside player. Uh, decent rusher. Uh, we'll see what perfect fit for what Zim wants. We'll see what Zim can do with him. 27 years of age. Um, 20 million guaranteed. They're presuming that he's going to be literally big and figuratively big right. for them. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this is a and, – and he did play reasonably well for the Giants in, in a number of different systems. So I think this is a pretty good signing. Patrick Peterson is 31. He's got uh, $8 million guaranteed. Um, kind of an in-and-out year last year with, with Arizona. Um Zim loves veteran corners, so my guess is on a one-year deal, this is okay, that he'll play well. The risk is diminishing skills and, and, and potential injury risk, and there is some diminishing skill that you can, you can see on the film. But if I were an older cornerback, this is where I'd want to play. I mean, he seems to be the fountain of youth for some older Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Zim is where you want to go. And, and you want to bet on Zim in these situations as well. Right, yeah. um, Stephen Weatherly is a, is a, you know, a good, solid squad man. Comes over from Carolina. 
Nick Vigil, um, uh, outside linebacker, pretty decent special teams guy. And they re-signed Chad Beebe, who's a member of my family. He's a grandson uh, since he played for uh, Don Beebe. Or he's the son of Don Beebe, who played for us in uh, in uh, uh, Buffalo. Um, now we come to the Patriots. Which Here we is go. Really, which is really interesting. And I think the way to approach this is to say, forget the money. And here's why. If it works out, nobody argues about the money. If it doesn't, then everybody criticizes. Right. Not that Bill Belichick cares of who criticizes or who applauds, including me. But the money is a distraction. The, if, if you're going to get guys early in free agency... You are paying the agent's price. That's it. Plain and simple. Right. You want them early? You're going to pay what they ask. And what Bill did here, Bill Belichick did here, was to say, we have many needs on this football team, and we're going to fill those needs. Period. Case closed. And Mr. Kraft, as he said, said, hey, we're used to winning around here. And so we're going to invest as much money as, it's, as, it, as is necessary to get it done. So I applaud them for doing it. Um, and and I, 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 don't worry about, I don't worry about the money. Um, in the old days, when Jack Donlin was around, he would always beat on general managers. You're hurting your, your fellow competitors right. if you raise the prices. Why he thought that would register on anyone is beyond me. But, and then there used to be times when, uh, especially when the draft signings were controversial, you know, when the agents wanted uh, uh, guarantees and things like that, they'd fight you at every turn, especially first round draft choices. I learned early on uh, to not pay attention to what anybody else, even in the business, said, because I got a call. I, we had a holdout in the first round, and the team in front of us had a holdout. And uh, and the team in front of us called and said, and the guy I was talking to was a friend. He said, you're not going to cave, are you? I said, no, no way. No, no, no. Mr. Wilson will never let us cave. I think the agent was looking for a fully guaranteed contract. Maybe it was in Indianapolis. I can't recall, but I, 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 under, I remember the circumstances completely. And I said, no, we're not caving. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving the guy what he wants. The hell with it. You know, let him sit out. So he said, okay, that's great. We'll get our guy signed and then you can go from there. And we're not giving in. We're not budging. The owner won't let me budge and I don't want to budge either. I said, good, we'll stand strong. Three days later, they signed their guy with whatever the agent wanted. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I learned... I learned that uh, that was in Indianapolis, by the way. There's another story about yeah. <laughs> the signing of Shane Conlon, which is too too, uh, too complicated to get into. But the, the moral of the story is, if the owner approves the money, that's that. Don't talk about it anymore. Right. I don't want to read any more columns about this is not a good deal and that's a good deal because they spent 50 cents more over here. The other takeaway is don't trust agents or GMs. Uh, correct. Let's look at each of these as football moves. 
Matthew Judon comes in and gives them an outside rusher that they did not have. He is a package player, and that's fine. Um, he got 32 guaranteed over four. Um, who cares? You know, right. he, he'll he'll do well. Um, John o. Smith, 26 years of age. They're betting on the come here. I think it's a good bet. Um, 31 guaranteed. Um, he he. I'm 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 guessing he plays the full four years. Um, Hunter Henry. This one's a bit of a gamble because he's got an injury history. Good player, but an injury history. 27 years of age. Um, but only 25 guaranteed. So on, on a three-year deal. So, uh, you know, not bad, not bad. And again, I don't worry about the deal. They now have two tight ends. Right. They can line up and play. Yeah. And that worked out. They now have Winovich and Judon to be outside linebackers. This is what you need to focus on. Um, Jalen Mills comes in. Uh, I think he's going to play corner. Well, who knows where, whether he'll play corner or safety. 27 years of age, did not distinguish himself in Philadelphia necessarily, but, you know, in a kind of a good year, bad year. But who is going to argue with Bill Belichick on what it takes to play in the secondary? <laughs> Find me the, the man dumb enough to do that. <laughs> you know, if, if Bill thinks he can play, he can play. Um, Nelson Aguilar. I think was a great signing. Keep in mind that Cam Newton, when he was in Carolina, had two big receivers, neither of whom could run, who would go down the field and fight for balls that were 50-50 balls. Cam can throw it 100 yards down the field. He can't throw it in a barrel all the time. But if you got a guy who can go up there and battle for it, you got a chance to win those 50-50s. That's what Aguilar does. He's not the fastest guy in the world. His hands are not great, but he had a breakout year last year in in uh, uh, Las Vegas with a guy who can throw the ball deep. And and he's a, he's a quality receiver. He's a quality receiver. Again, I don't care about the money. David Andrews is a re-sign. Who's 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 critical to their operations? So that's a, that's a no-brainer. Um, Gotcha is a nose tackle. They need a nose tackle. They can't function defensively without a quality nose tackle, and and he is. So that's a and he finishes PG year, so he's ready. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yes. He comes. Yeah, he was in AAA down there in right. Miami, which yeah. is fine. And bring him up to the big club. And he's coming with friends, so we're good. Yes. Um, Kendrick Bourne, uh, quality power receiver. Interesting to see where he fits uh, because he's a little out of the ordinary for them, but I think he may well be the other part of the former Carolina piece, you know? Yep. It, it, this is looking more and more two tight ends to go down the field. Cam's Cam's guy in Carolina when he got in trouble was Olson. When all else fails, look for Olson. When all else fails, I think it's going to be John Lou Smith and Hunter Henry. So he's given them four verticals. He's given Cam four verticals here. Yep. Who can step in and play from day one? Um, 
Kyle Van Noy comes home. He went down to uh, on loan to uh, Miami for a year and comes back. So uh, and he's and, and he's an important part of their nickel package, by the way. Um, Henry Anderson, solid, 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 uh, low red player. Uh, he'll be part of the three four package, and and that's a, that's a good signing. And again, that's a two year deal. Kendrick Bourne is three. Van Noy is two. Um, Cody Davis is a two-year deal. Ted Karras comes back from Miami. Um, that's not AAA either because Miami finished ahead of them. Lend-lease. Let's characterize that as lend-lease, right? <laughs> yeah, that feels good. For those of you who are not, uh, not World War II historians, look it up on Google, please. <laughs> so we now have the Bard and World War II, and, so let's keep going. <laughs> um, Montrevious Adams comes over from Green Bay uh, again. You know, uh, defensive end that that in, in a three-four situation that has some ability, I think, to be a rusher. Uh, Nick Folk they had a good year for them, so they re-signed him. And Raquan McMillan, who comes over from Las Vegas, is really interesting because he's 26 years of age and he can run. Yeah. So let's see what he can move. What they what they make of him? Uh, the key in diagnosis is not great with Raquan McMillan, but um, I'm sure they have a role for him. So uh, I think we we uh, missed Dietrich Wise. I don't think we went another resigning. Well, that's a resign. Yeah, that's a resign. Yeah, Bill Bill D is, is you you were mentioning, but is it is it. Are we taking it for, for granted that, that they do see Cam as the guy for this year? No. No. Cam's contract is such that he's essentially a backup quarterback. It's a one-year contract. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to trade for somebody, not that I don't think they'll be able to get Darnold. Uh, I don't think the Jets would trade him in, in the division. There are too many other people who would want Darnold anyway. Um but if they're able to get somebody else, or if Cam is beaten out, uh, then they're okay. They're fine. But if you assume that Cam is the quarterback, all of these offensive moves at tight end and wide receiver fit perfectly. They fit the Cam mold perfectly. If you look and remember what Carolina was and you look what these guys can become, there it is. Um and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe they're maybe they're sitting there saying, "Well, Pauline is taking too much medication these days." But that's that's what I that's what I see, and it and it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And they've done so many moves, and they've got so many compensatory picks. They have draft capital if they want to move up from 15 to try to grab one of the quarterbacks. Yeah, and everybody's thinking the Alabama kid, obviously, because he has some similarities to Brady. Um, but what about Lance? I mean, if you're building a team for Cam, if Lance reminds you of Cam, is that something? Well, certainly they, they might very well be able to sit there at 15 and get him if, if, if people come to their senses, if, 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 if Trubisky fever doesn't overtake the draft. Right. Uh, it, it, it might be that, that, that they sit there and get him or they only have to go a couple places to get him. So, uh, uh, you know, if they think he's the answer, that's an easy 
That's an easy pickup. He wouldn't be ready to play, obviously, but uh, but it's an easy move to make. So, you, you, I mean, you, do, you just don't know who they like and, and who it is they want. I think the Alabama kid is going to go higher than maybe even the people of Alabama think he should. But, I mean, there's a lot of interest in him, it's largely because there is, you know, his his intangibles are so stellar. Um, so I, I think if, if anybody's going to move up, it's him. But you don't know. Who knows? We'll see. That's the, that's the fun of the draft, where they end up. Uh, but they're perfectly positioned to add somebody, be it a veteran or let Cam play a year, and you know, maybe the heir apparent is, is, is drafted, as you say. And they have capital enough to do it. So um, this, is, this is not a home run to use Boston parlance. It's a grand slam home run. And they hit it onto Lansdowne Street. I mean, it, it, just, it didn't just go into monster seats. It was. Can you imagine the media story if they're good and Tampa Bay's good next year? Yeah, I guess. I guess. My, my guess is that they're going to be good. The question yeah. is how good at quarterback. To me, that's the question. Well, they could also play a brand of football we haven't seen in a long time where you yeah. just pummel them, run the ball 40, yeah. 50 times a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's called 1990 New York Giants. Been yeah. done that. Let's get after it. Yeah. Let's get Otis. Okay. New Orleans Saints, obviously not a lot to do here because of the cap problems that they have. They bring in P.J. Williams uh, at corner on a uh, – or re-sign him, I should say, on a one-year deal and bring in Alex Arma, who's a good special teams player player, and, uh, you know, decent fullback on a one-year deal. So not, nothing much going on there, but nothing expected. Given, Couldn't do anything. Yeah, the cap situation. They made their run. The sad part is they made their run over the last three years. And I hate to even bring it up because I like Sean so much. And I hate to bring it up for New Orleans fans. But, but for the lousiest call that I've seen since 2003, um, they would have been in the Super Bowl. And that's hard to swallow. Of course, they did resign Jameis and uh, and James Hurst. So, yeah. Well, Jameis, obviously, why would he go anywhere? Yeah, I mean, if he went somewhere, you'd say he's taking leave of his senses. Something, something's um, wrong. If he wanted to go somewhere, you'd say, I don't want this guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's wrong with him? <laughs> Coming for the wrong reasons. Um, okay, Giants. Interesting, some interesting moves here. This is somewhat New Englandish, if you will. A lot of holes to fill, and uh, and they filled them with, uh, by and large, solid guys. Um, although there's some that, you know, are are, are kind of up in years. Um, but again, not a lot of risk taken here financially. Um, Galladay is a power receiver. Um, he was injured last year. They've got $40 million in guarantees, but they needed a go-to guy if, if Brown is going to develop. 
and and Galladay is a is a power receiver, not not great speed, not great route runner, but tough and hard nosed, and he'll make plays. Um, Kyle Rudolph, 32 years of age, uh, only 4.5 in guarantees, two-year deal. If Kyle stays healthy, again, solid pro to give the quarterback a chance to play with a guy that can both block and run and catch and and is smart. Um, Devontae Booker, 29, um, not a lot of risk here either, $2 million guaranteed, two-year deal. Um, good, solid, good, solid backup running back. Hopefully, the number one guy is back and better than ever. And if he is, you add Galladay and Kyle Rudolph to that. Now you get now you're starting to see something that that looks like a like, like a pretty something you don't want to see in the division. Yeah, I mean, also, hey, Bill, with the Kyle Rudolph thing, do you think this means the end of Evan Ingram, or do you think they can coexist together? Oh no, Evan Ingram becomes a becomes a slot receiver. Right. Which could make him very dangerous. Yes, yeah. Kyle becomes the, the, the guy who blocks. I mean, that's... And he still can catch the ball, obviously. Um, I don't know how to pronounce, pronounce uh, Ifedi's last name, so <laughs> I think it's Odenabo. I think you've done a hell of a job on the name so far, so you should be forgiven one. <laughs> he comes over from... Uh, from uh, Minnesota, and and it's pretty, you know, he's a solid backup defensive end. John Ross is interesting to me. 27 years of age. He's essentially done nothing in Cincinnati since he was a number one draft choice. So Dave is saying to himself, Dave Gettleman is saying to himself, hey, I'm going to follow the, the Al Davis axiom. Uh, there's nothing at risk here, a million dollars. And, uh, and, uh, We'll give this a shot. If he if he's able to perform and be on the field, then we've got ourselves a speedster who may be able to do so. We don't know what he can do right. because he's never been on the field to do it. Right. Um, yeah. And if not, what have we lost? You know, we got a spot in camp. Mike Lennon is a, is a backup quarterback. I mean, that's what he is. So there he is. Um, Casey Kreider, long snapper. They bring him back. Reggie Ragland is interesting in that he is a big power blaster 3-4 linebacker. And and they play essentially a, you know the, the New England 3-4 style. So uh, he fits as a as a as a backup guy. I'd be surprised if he got a starting job, but uh, he was in Detroit because right. again that was a subsidiary of New England so right. he, he but he, you know, didn't do much there. And uh, Gillespie is a, a fullback, frankly, that I don't know much about from uh, from Houston. I didn't see him play a lot. So yeah, he's 26 years of age. Must be some connection to the coaching staff there. The big resign was was Leonard Williams. Uh, that I mean, that was three years for 63 million. Right. Um, and and I just wanted to say, you know, you mentioned Dave Gettleman. It, you know, I talked to a few friends. That you know that love hate. Dave Gettleman's a genius. Dave Gettleman doesn't know his stock does seem to be up in New York after all this, Bill. You know. Well, I mean, they finished strong last year. Uh, I can tell you this: Dave's not losing any sleep over where his stock is. He has a plan, and he's sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but this is one, if all the ifs work out, this could be a scary team. Yeah, it could be an interesting team because they're much better on defense. And, uh, and if they can get something done on and, and let the quarterback take a quantum leap on offense, the problem is still lies in the offensive line. That has to get straightened out. Um, the Jets are obviously very interesting because they're in a situation where the next guy in the door is either the quarterback or, or a bunch of game changers on, uh, on all sides of the ball. So this is a very incomplete picture. Uh, but having said that, not bad. Carl Lawson, good, solid, uh, not unlike Hendrickson. You know, not the most gifted rusher in the world, but a solid, really good, hard-nosed player. Corey Davis, this will be a West Coast attack. Um, it will be, and it needs a big girth, uh, run after catch block guy. That's Corey Davis. Good, good signing. I presume Carl Lawson will play the flop end, by the way. That's my presumption. I don't think they would have paid 30 million guaranteed to a guy who doesn't play the flop end and get sacks. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, I, I think that's where that is. Keep in mind, as you view this, this is the Seattle system. Robert Sala, he's, he's more creative than, you know, he became really creative when he went to San Francisco. But it's still, a, you know, the, 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 the Seattle system. Uh, Hardy uh, is a corner that comes over at, at very little risk, but... They, what this is cover three and cover one, so uh, I'm presuming he has those skills. Keelan Cole is an interesting wide receiver. He's a one-year deal. I don't know that he fits necessarily. He's kind of a little guy, um, but but they don't have much, so why not, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared Davis comes over from Detroit. This is a complete, total bust in the draft. This is, uh, you know, the guy's never done anything. So they're just taking a chance and saying, hey, we liked him in college. Let's see if we can rehabilitate him. Uh, Dan Feeney is 27. They, they need offensive linemen in the worst way. Um, he's, he's had injury issues, um, but he's a pretty, pretty solid player. Um, LaMarcus Joyner, they say is going to play safety. Of course, we know he played corner at, at various times in his career. Um, and I personally can't see him in my mind playing the, 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 the three deep safety role, but I, I'm probably not seeing it the way Robert and Joe Douglas are. Right. They, or they tagged Marcus, the other safety. But he'll play. He'll play in the box. I think. Okay. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but maybe I'm wrong on that. We'll see. What I think. What I'm thinking. I think what you're thinking. I'm going to go with what you're thinking. So. Marcus May is, is is obviously the big play guy. 
but I think they're gonna. I think they they may play him in in, in the box. But I, we'll see. It'll be interesting to figure out. Um, Tyler Croft is a solid, you know, workmanlike type at tight end who who uh, I think uh, is probably a good addition for them. Good, you know, yep. solid guy. Make the roster be a backup. And if you don't have anybody, then he's he's good enough. Um, Eagles, um, again, not much money here. Um, they they re-signed Hassan Ridgeway, which, uh, you know, they're trying to keep that front together. They bring uh, they bring Andrew Adams over from uh, from Tampa Bay. Uh, right. No room for him at the inn in Tampa Bay. Right. And uh, Anthony Harris comes over from Minnesota, thirty years of age, one year deal. Um, they need help in the secondary, so they pick up two guys that that you know should be, if nothing else, at least professional and can line up. And Ridgeway is a an important guy for them but this is a i mean let's face it this is a a, a rebuild here yeah not much they can do they got to be start focusing on the draft i mean they got to get some help so you know yeah they but also i think they're focused on the draft in 21 and 22 i think this is yes. going to be a ways away too many holes and not enough fingers in that dike so no Steelers, they bring back juju uh, on a one-year deal for $8 million, that may be the best buy of all of free agency. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a great deal. And and let's see if Coach Canada can figure out how to how to bring him back into the into into what he was two years ago and three years ago. Because this is a talented receiver. Uh, and only 25 years of age. So Good get for the Steelers. I mean, that's that's a good one. And probably good advice for him. He gets to go into a better free agency year next year if he puts up a good year this year and get a better long-term deal. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Warmly uh, is a re-sign. You know, good, good solid player. Uh, Killebrew comes over from Detroit on a one-year deal. That's a roster move. Um, Joe Haig is a roster move. Comes over from Tampa Bay. He can he can line up a tackle and then we'll see where they go from there. Uh, probably precludes bringing Villanueva back, I would think, uh, but maybe not. We'll see. I mean they they certainly can use all the tackles they can find. Tyler Simmons is a is a guy that you know add to the mix, and B.J. Finney comes over from Cincinnati uh, again on a one year deal, and he may be a plug and play guy. Um, because obviously Pouncey retired. So, um, you know, again, solid, but Juju is the, you get it. I mean, he's a weapon and, and to bring him back is, uh, is interesting. And I, I haven't talked to a lot of people because, it, you know, because I don't like to bother them doing free agency because it's too much for them to do. But I, I want to find out what the scoop was on why, Maybe Juju was asking for too much money. I don't know, but right. to me, he's a better player than some of the people that 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 got money, and even people that got better one-year deals than he got. Just for the record, uh, you know, they also um, shored things up a little. They re-signed uh, Cameron Sutton and Zach Banner. So, but 
Cameron Sutton's a good signing, by the way. He, he, tough to tough to give that crescendo year of trying to go all the way for Ben right now, though. I mean, and I don't know, I don't know how you do it. Well, they got to they got to figure out the running back situation. That's the running back offensive line. That's that's what's left to do. Yeah, the defense is is good, and assuming assuming the middle linebacker comes back from injury, you hope that he does. The defense is good. Uh, uh, the young kid from uh, from uh, uh, Charlotte will replace Dupree, I think. And uh, and now you you know you're looking pretty good on defense. The question is, can you run the ball? Uh, and 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 you know, and can you protect Ben with anything more than a three yard drop? You know, three step drop. Um, okay, turning to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they bring back. Trent Williams, at an average of uh, 23 a year, 55 million guaranteed at age 33. And uh, so, if he uh, if he goes five of the six years, it will have been a win. The yeah, question but... is, will he do it at a level good enough to be make the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl? That's the question. This seems like a lot, right? It is. This is a. This is a. This is a big. I don't want to say gamble. Prague Morath, who does their contracts and does their uh, analytics, clearly believes that he can make it to age thirty-seven. And I'm not sure that anybody has at a high level. But we'll find out. Now, the one thing we don't know is what's in the contract. Right. It could very well be that there's an out at some point in the time past age 35. So that would, you know, that puts a whole different light on things. But as we look at it now, obviously good player, uh, but up in years. And, you know, let's see what the contract says, A, and let's see how it plays out, B. But this is a team that feels like they can get there. So you could understand that, too. If he plays out the string, it's going to be a testament to every left tackle eating vegan from here on out. True enough. (laughs) True enough. I can't. I can't imagine what Howard Mudd and John Tierlink would have said about that. About that statement. <laughs> I would have paid money to have listened to their and record their responses. God rest their. What do you mean? God rest their respective souls. Yeah. Right. <laughs> John Tierlink once famously said when he was annoyed with. Um, how his guys were playing, he, he, he said, you know, damn it, uh, if these guys drank more beer and ate more steak, <laughs> they'd be better football players. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Trent, I think, is trending in the other direction. And then no question about that. He's not alone either. Uh, yeah. um, Alex Mack comes over from Atlanta. Uh, they needed a center. This is a three-year deal. Uh, with a total guarantee of of five six, so there's not a lot at risk here financially. So I say Prague Marath knows what he's doing when it comes to contracts, um, and uh, and and you know does Alex have one or two more good years in him uh, to lead this ball club? That's that's the question. This is a zone blocking attack. So as regards Trent Williams and veganism, and Alex Mack and being an older guy, but. As long as he can still move, then he can play. This is we're not asking him to move, uh, you know, large nose tackles one on one. So, um, 
it, it's a it's a I, I like it. It's a it, it's a good short term move. Um, uh, Ibukam comes over uh, to play uh, linebacker. Um, different system, so I'm anxious to see how they use him. But he is he's a natural. This guy's a natural rusher. So they may they may well put his hand down and say go, and and that would be interesting. And I like that signing. I mean, this is a guy that guys that can rush the passer and knock the passer on the ground are valuable, and he's got that talent. Uh, Dante Johnson is a re-sign, and DJ Jones is a re-sign. So on balance, um, you know, Trent Williams is a is a long-term gamble. But uh, if there's a Lombardi Trophy in their future, it will be a, will have been worth it, just as it was in Tampa, uh, with with, uh, with Sue and JPP and people like that. Yeah, uh, of course. The other big resigning was Juszczyk. Juice, yeah, yeah, right, and 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 obviously a good signing for all that he does for the run game, and there were very few fullbacks. Uh, I was asked on my radio show last night if I could think of a fullback coming out in the draft. And and I was so focused on on free agency that I forgot until later in the show to say Tommy Trimble from from Notre Dame, who's listed as a tight end, but who will be a use tech type fullback in the NFL and and probably a better receiver when it's all said and done. Uh, But I would I would bet he's the first fullback off the board. Seattle Seahawks. Interesting. Chris Carson, 27 years old, two-year deal, great signing. When this team has Chris Carson in the game, healthy, running the ball, slamming it up in there, they are a different offense. And I'll bet you Russell was happy. I I think he turned the stove on when they found out that he re-signed. They re-signed Chris Carson. Now, is he going to stay healthy? That style doesn't lend itself to that. But man, you love it when he's in the lineup. He's energy. He moves. The, he moves the chains. He bashes the other people in the teeth. It's it's. He's fun to watch. Um, Gerald Everett comes over from uh, the Rams uh, on a one-year, six million dollar deal. Um, he is a better receiver than they've had since. And and Olson was Olson was the classic case of a veteran guy who could still play really well unless he got hurt, and he got hurt. Right. And when he got hurt, the offense went down. The production tailed down. So Everett comes in there, and he's young, 27. I, I think, I think he, he, you know, that's a good signing. This is one of the better signings of free agency, money-wise, player-wise. Don't you think, Bill? Yeah, I He's not been the man before. Yeah, right. He's got to be the man now. So uh, let's see if he can if he can add up. But uh, but I do think it's a good signing. Nick Ballor is an outstanding special teams player and a fullback, so that's a re-sign. Uh, Akilla Witherspoon fits that defense perfectly, um, and so that that's a that's a plug and play. And Ethan uh, uh, Postich is a is a, a re-sign who's a, a decent guard. So for a team without a lot of money, they got back uh, the linchpin of the offense, and they added a better tight end than they had. 
So uh, on balance, this is good. And and guess what? Russell's still there. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> Calm down on Michigan Avenue. It wasn't going to happen. Please, please, <laughs> please. Someone said, caller to the show last night on Sirius Radio said, well, we lost Russell Wilson. I said, hold on, please. <laughs> exactly. You cannot lose something you never had. You can't lose something that you couldn't buy because it wasn't for sale. Right. It's really that simple. You fell for the hooey that the agent concocted and that the media simply put out there because it's great hot solve league talk. Wonderful, you know, right? What better way to use up air time than dream up a trade for Russell Wilson and and who knows what they call this stuff. It's not newsprint anymore. Uh, whatever it is on our computers and tablets. Uh, Fantasy blog. In the ether. Yeah, there's a lot of it used. The world champion uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We stand, Pat. Kept the gang together. Shaq Barrett, Ryan Sup- Suckup, Rob Gronkowski, Raheem Nunez-Roches. Who else uh, was signed, by the way? Uh, Rick, anybody that I've missed? No, I think you got everybody there. Carson. Well, they obviously, they did Levante David. Levante David, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kept everybody together. Good for them. One more run. And, and, and you know, if they get two more good years out of Shaq and, and both those years uh, result in getting to the big game, God bless him. When, when you can hold on to your cards after you just, you know, won the pot, you do it. Yep. Yep, you do. You do. And and there's nobody there from an age standpoint uh, other than suck up that you worry about. You know, Gronk's going to play one more year. No, uh, uh, Nunez no, Roaches is 28. Shaq's 29. So you worry a little bit about that. But, uh, but you know, he's a pass rusher, so... Those guys are hard to find. They franchise tag Godwin, so. Yeah, they franchise Godwin, obviously, right. Titans, interesting. Uh, Bud Dupree, uh, 28, $35 million guaranteed. Can rush the passer. Will he do it consistently enough? And what's he going to be like coming off that knee injury? Because he was slow to develop in Pittsburgh. It wasn't until he got Watt on the other side of him that he really started to take off. He's got Landry on the other side of him here, so you'd say that's a that's a pretty positive development. What's he going to be like coming off the knee injury? Is there going to be some explosion missing there because he is an explosion player? So that that's the question mark. Danico Autry, again, solid pass rusher. Mistakes every now and then that rub you the wrong way. And 31 years of age, but... There's nine million guaranteed, so that's they didn't break the bank on that one. That's that's and and they need a rusher, rushers plural, and uh, and and they take one from a competitor. Uh, so as Ted Marchbury used to say, that's a double header. You want a double header, you know, not bad. Kendall Lamb uh, comes over from Cleveland, pretty good pickup. Ty Sambarello is a re-sign. Morgan Cox comes over from Baltimore as a long snapper. Pretty solid pickup. Kevin Johnson comes over from uh, Cleveland as a as a 
squad man corner and just Janoris Jenkins from New Orleans at 33. You know, there's no risk there, but I, whose spot is he taking, I guess, is the way I'd look at it. But on balance, pretty good. If, but if Dupree works out to be what they hope he is. It's pretty good. Then it's pretty good. And then Brown, yes. the linebacker, they re-signed him. Yeah, right. That's a re-sign. Okay, the Washington football team. Last no, I'm not. not I think we finally figured it out after all these years. William Jackson is an upgrade over Darby. Case closed. $26 million in guarantees, 29 years of age, three years. He probably, uh, he, he, he probably plays two of it at a high level. Really good man-to-man guy. Curtis Samuel. Uh, they know how to use him. Uh, three-year contract, uh, 34-5. He's a multifaceted guy, can play the slot, can play wide receiver, can come out of the backfield. Really good pickup. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, one year, $10 million, a bridge to somebody, but it'll be a good and interesting and an exciting bridge to travel with. Yep. <laughs> we finally uh, have fun again at the quarterback position. It'll be fun. Lamar Miller, um, you know, Lamar is a good, solid backup back. There's no money involved there. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, so it's that's not a bad signing. David Sharp uh, is a re-sign. Tyler Lawson uh, comes over from Carolina. They know him very well. He'll fit in as a, a, as a solid part. Danny Johnson is a re-sign. And David Mayo is an inside linebacker who can run. Uh, who was with the Giants. I don't think he fit necessarily with the Giants, uh, but he'll fit better with Washington. So Jackson and Samuel and Fitz were, were I would say that's... Uh, that's uh, and who did they tag, Scott? A three-run home run. Hey, that's about as good as anybody did in the league. And we tagged Brandon Sheriff, which, you know, playing $18 million for a guy to play guard, still solid. We still got removed. I love it. The fans here love it in D.C. We're very happy oh, right now. That's good to know. That's good to know. Taking out those rosy-colored glasses, as usual. Come on. Well, no, I mean, but think about it. Think about all the gadgets they have on offense. I mean, now you got Samuel, who you can use as a gadget. McKissick, you can use as a gadget. Gibson, you can use as a gadget. There are three interesting options that can work in the backfield, play receiver, who've done it, you know, at a high level at college and done it in the NFL. So, when I mean, you obviously got Scary Terry. So, I don't know. I kind of like it. They got to get – they got to get um... – they got to get Gibson into the number one running back mold. Yep. He he becomes the number one running back because Samuel becomes the gadget guy in 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 the in the backfield if they want him that way or in the slot. So Gibson needs to be the money guy carrying the football. If he can do that, then they're in good shape. And I think he can, by the way. Um, and and Fitz, you know, Fitz will be fun. Exactly. And we haven't had a quarterback who throws jump balls or deep balls. I mean, you add that to this offense, I think Gibson can run it a little better and it gives them options at 19. They don't, yeah. there's nothing they have to do now at 19. No. And, they're, and, and they're going to, you're going to tear your hair out when Fitz throws an interception and you'll be saying, why did he do that? But the, but he does. I mean, we all, it's, it's there. It's the good news. I don't have hair, so I'm fine. <laughs> and 
If Micah Parsons falls to 19, <laughs> all will be right with the world. Put out that good vibe. It's, poss- it's always possible. Exactly. On the lookout for the quarterback of the future, that's for sure. All right, gang. Well, that is our look at free agency, Bill. Thank you for doing this for us. This was a Herculean effort to go through every player and prep this out. So I cannot tell you on behalf of myself, Rick, the fans, thank you so much for doing this. We had a great time doing it. And get ready, gang. The draft is coming. So as we get close to the draft, if you have questions, you got things you want us to cover, hit us up on Twitter at IFBillPullen, and we'll be sure to cover it. And then we'll hit up uh, additional free agent topics as we get, as we get closer to the end of April. Thank you, guys. Uh, oh, I just got to say, you normally you get something like this out of Bill Polian, you got to pay him a couple million dollars a year. We're giving it away. So there you go. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Thank you, guys. Take care. Okay, stay safe, everybody. We'll see you. See you, gang. Stay safe. What is up, gang? We hope you enjoyed this special look at all of the free agent activity in the NFL through about the first 10 days. It has truly been a groundbreaking time in the league. And speaking of groundbreaking, our sponsor today is Manscaped, and they are producing groundbreaking products for below-the-waist grooming. Their 3.0 kit, their Perfect Package 3.0, is one of the best things you can get to get everything in your free agent area looking exactly how it is supposed to look. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside this perfect package. It comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice where it matters the most. So what are you waiting for? We've got a special offer for you today on the pod. 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code POLIAN at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code POLIAN, P-O-L-I-A-N, at manscaped.com. Check it out, guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.